Welcome to Novant Health Healthy Headlines. I'm Gina DiPietro. Many young athletes at North Carolina's public high schools are beginning their seasons that have been delayed by the COVID-19 pandemic. Sports will look different for players, coaches, and fans, and trying to prevent the virus from spreading will be key. In this episode, Cliff Mertens talks to Dr. Adam Culver, a Novant Health sports medicine physician, about what parents and athletes need to be aware of during competition. Thank you for listening. What are the safety precautions that athletes have to take during this time of COVID-19? I I know it's different, depends on what sport you play, what county or state you live in, what age you are. Seasons are different and they're all being jumbled and stuff, but overall, what sort of safety precautions should a person take? And let's break it down, practice and games. I think that it's important to um, acknowledge the personal responsibility that you have you know, and, and set a good example for your teammates as well as others out in the community as an athlete um, that you need to be following the rules and uh, making sure that you're doing everything that your authority figures are telling you to do. So whether that's uh, wearing a mask, social distancing on and off the field, if at all, or court, if at all possible, um, washing hands, vigorously using hand sanitizer, um, all these sorts of things that we've uh, been advocating the general public do, um, it, it, the exact same measures apply for for athletes. Um, and particularly with practice, uh, the setting is a little bit more controlled. So uh, on the individual team level, You've got uh, coaches, trainers, et cetera, who can uh, put some forethought in and figure out, uh, along with parents and other um, stakeholders, you know, what's the best, what's the best way to keep the athletes safe. Um, and that's, that's different for each individual sport, et cetera, like you, like you said. Um, game day, fortunately, um, the – North Carolina uh, High School Sports Association has thought about these things as well. And so there are guidelines that are in place to um, ensure that our athletes stay safe um, and uh, as well as community members and coaches, everybody else. So if, if you don't, if, if folks don't know what to do, surely there's somebody on site who does know what to do in terms of keeping keeping you safe. Now, some sports are different, obviously more risky in, in terms of COVID-19 than others. Baseball and basketball, I mean, excuse me, football and basketball are much more body contact that if you and I are playing tennis across the net from each other, what sports to you seem more riskier and which ones are perhaps not as risky in terms of the virus? So I think sports that um, where you have that physical physical contact or there's uh, a ball being passed around any anything that um, can allow a respiratory droplet to be easily exchanged to another person so those are going to be things with physical touch um, like you said football basketball other contact sports um, so those are 
those are going to be your primary um, sports where you where you get concerned about um, spread in that way. Um, not that the other sports that are non-contact are um, you know full foolproof, but uh, definitely those contact sports have carried more of a risk in my eyes. Is it safe for for young athlete to be on a travel? You know, somebody that might cross state lines, somebody going into Virginia, South Carolina, we places like that. You know, sports have become year round now. Basketball teams play year round. Baseball teams play year round. What about travel teams and safety? So that's going to be again dependent on uh, what the uh, case numbers, case load, um, positive positivity rates. Uh, what they are in one, the place that the athlete is coming from and then where the athlete is going. Um, so that that's more specific. You know, you, you have to kind of look at that at a, on a case by case basis. What about athletes who maybe have been inactive for two or three months, not working as much as they would be if they were doing organized workouts throughout their off season? They're excited. They're getting back into it the risk for injury is is a little bit higher. You know, certain injuries, what certain injuries should you be aware of for, you know, lack of a better term, just going at it too hard, too fast, right out of the gate? So that uh, sets a good stage up for um, tendinopathies, for um, folks to have issues with uh, heat acclimation for um, if folks just to be over exerting themselves and um, you know because they haven't given their bodies the proper time to get used to putting the type of athletic stress um, that they normally would have gradually built up to and been able to handle um so to combat that i've what i've been telling folks is stay ready so you don't have to get ready um one of the things i love about sports is that there's so many parallels in between regular non-athletic life and then what you do on the court or field and just like you know me as a doctor i serve my patients best if i'm prepared and I know what's coming in the door and I've thought about how I can help them best. Um, so as athletes, by just staying prepared, staying ready, keeping uh, in shape as best they can. And, uh, you know, I, I find that just that general preparedness is, is key in all facets of life. Doctor, what if a what if a young athlete does contract COVID nineteen? What should they do medically, or what should parents do medically for them? And when can they return? Because that's the first thing they're going to ask. When can I get back to doing what I do? Right. So, um, generally, first off, we we need to see uh, if if you suspect COVID, you need to contact your primary care provider to see what's the best way to get tested. Um, if you um, have high, a high index of suspicion, you want to be responsible and protect 
teammates and, um, you know, others who may be in close contact with you. Um, so uh, consider quarantining, starting a self-quarantine so that you don't um, spread it to those other parties. Of course, let um, coaches, trainers, other authority figures know what's going on. Um, that's first off. And then once you, if you do get a test and you test positively, um, what we've been having folks do is uh, make sure that they quarantine uh, 10 to 14 days from their first uh, or from that, from their positive test date. Um, and throughout that time, they should be in contact with their primary care providers, uh, letting them know if there's any change in symptoms, um, et cetera. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, now I want to move into some more of like the mental aspect of it and just sort of ask you, what can athletes, I mean, how can athletes deal, you know, with the mental aspect of the season being postponed or canceled or the, the uncertainty of, uh-oh, if somebody else gets it, it canceled this Friday, and I just found out on Thursday. They're just the whole – athletes are used to routine, and they, they know this time of the season is when I do this. This time of the season is when we play this guy. But now things are a lot more jumbled. How do you help young athletes deal? What should they think about mentally? Again, I think this is one of those areas where there's a lot of parallel between regular – non-athletic life and your athletic life. So again, stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Um, uh, so if you continue to stay prepared for competition, whenever you are allowed to compete, whenever that whistle blows, you're ready to compete. Um, and you don't run the risk of some of the injuries that come when you're not prepared. Um, and I know that there's a lot of uh, anxiety, definitely some um, stress and sadness about some of the uncertainties that COVID has has brought. Um, how do you? How do you? How would gotta, they, how would they deal with that depression or, or anxiety? How would a young athlete deal with that? So, talk to people. So, use your support groups. Um, you know, use your use your friend groups. Talk to physicians about it. Um, and I think that developing other skills and habits outside of athletics, I mean, this is a perfect, a perfect time to, to dig more into those types of, of things. So while, you know, normally during season you're in practice, um, you've got homework, you've got all these other things pulling you will now you've got time to develop some other skills and abilities that are going to set you up for the next phase of, of life. So in doing that, you are, um, you know, that's kind of uh, protective from depression, anxiety, some of the other things that go along with uh, being pulled away from one of the things that you love. Again, the, the goal is for you to be a well-rounded person and being an athlete is part of that picture, but that's not all that sports are preparing you for. That's true. The older we get, the more you realize those parallels. It's, it's, it's amazing. I still think back to things I learned when I was a young athlete and it 
carries over to the neighborhood, the marriage, the workplace, just you name it. Exactly. Uh, you, exactly. You won't be an athlete forever, but you will be a, a person or an employee or something like that forever, which it, it's a great right. point. Um, what have you seen? The, the, is there anything that surprises you with the, the young athletes you've seen or anything that, that's noteworthy in the past four or five months? Yeah, just their uh, resilience. Um, I remember, as most of us do, you know, we look on our back on our athletic days finally, and um, that um, the uh, you kind of live to compete, you live to play your sport. But as we've been talking about, when that is pulled away, um, I've seen so many kids while you know kind of peeved that they weren't able to. Um, you know, compete as they normally would, uh, they have been able to keep a positive attitude and roll with the punches, for lack of a better word, and um, just wait on that opportunity to to do what they enjoy. And it takes a certain amount of maturity that I think a lot of them didn't know that they had, um, or their parents knew know that they had, and it's been it's been a joy to uh, talk to some of these kids um, just as they're uh, going through this and seeing how they, how successfully most of them are handling it. Whether you realize it, whether the athletes realize it or not, there are tons of folks who are um, looking out for them, who are thinking about how to protect them. Hi, Gina DiPietro again. As you just heard, the COVID-19 pandemic has reshaped many facets of the sports in which young people compete. It's important to balance the thrill of competition with the realization that we all need to maintain safety procedures that protect everyone. Enjoy the sports and be safe. Thank you for listening to this episode of Healthy Headlines. If you enjoyed this podcast, please take a moment to rate and review us and subscribe to this and all the Novant Health podcasts. We post new episodes all the time. Most are just 15 minutes. Thank you for listening.